literally what I think about every night. Latoya, she'll be back next week. We miss her. Uh, Latoya is the one who actually pays attention to the news. I submerge myself in a barrel of whiskey and come out for free ice cream days. Like that I makes don't, sense. I don't. I don't do the news. I mean, I, I do. Well, I, my I have an uh, older father. And he basically, well, of course, your father's older. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, he basically watches the news 24 hours a day. Ooh. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's his thing. In World War II, like, Ooh. this dude is an expert on World War II. Like, I don't know why. Like, I guess, I don't know what it is, but it's an obsession. But anyway, he watches the news. So, I'll just ask him. I'll just sure. sit down and say, you know, you know, what stupid thing this president has done today. Exactly. Or what unorthodox or unprecedented. You know, amazing how many times they say unprecedented uh, yeah un, un, uh, unprecedented unpresidential activity <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah. he's so unpresidential and yeah. he's so unprecedented he every yeah every day is crazy the whole i didn't even know the government this is how out of touch i am or i i don't pay attention to it because i find it so frightening that if i did I would have to go through some major therapy, like or something. I would just be so stressed well, out that it's kind of a red even. pill, blue pill thing. Like, there's a point in time in your reality as a human, if you've been lied to to a certain degree, mm. that to, to 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 know something outside of your reality, even if you're running from that truth, is dangerous. Like, I feel like like the Matrix was like some kind of psychological blueprint to our our reality. You know, sure. because the truth of the matter is, if you you don't are not willing and actually searching for it like it's kind of a traumatic experience to go from being lied to to finding a truth and right. then you're alone with the truth like the truth makes you isolated Oof. so you know what I mean so once you become once you have to get used to the concept that wow like it's just like the matrix when he woke up right. when he took made the option and he woke up he was by himself and all he saw was other people sleep right yeah, that's right. And with the weird thing, and he pulled those things out. They all yeah. came out of his back. And it was like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, and, and, but he had no clue yeah. on what what was next. Uh, and he was completely alone, and it was like, this was a bad decision. Well, could he even? I mean, <laughs> if I woke up out of that, I'd be like, can I even breathe the air? Like All of these things. It was, what I'm saying is that you're, you, you, you step in from in one reality skin. to another. Mm. And, I, and I've crossed that line years ago. <laughs> well, I mean, we our eyes, I think that. I mean, it was just Christmas time, and we do, as a society, just categorically lie to children for many years. Yeah, it's we awful. tell them with a bunch of different things. Easter Bunny, Santa, Tooth Fairy, we lie to them, and everybody buys in. Everyone's like, don't, don't tell them it's not, you know, don't ruin it for them. I'm like, wow. But maybe we do that as a society to prepare them for all the other lies and disappointments that they're going to face. Yeah, because you, we, the, the way it's set up currently is that we have, it's like the biggest con ever. Mm -hmm. We have to die with the lie, mm -hmm. right? The, the point is to never expose. If you know, keep it secret. Keep it secret. Keep so if you know you, it's your job, even if without even taking an oath or joining anything, in order for you to function normally, or whatever what normal might be, you have to be quiet about the knowledge. Sure, just absolutely. Just because you just crawl, you just went too far. The only other time, the only in in what in the sense. It's also an economic thing. Mm -hmm. You become isolated because it's like if people know that you know certain things, they're not going to give you the opportunities that you would have if, if you played the role. If you, yeah, if you just play dumb. Shut up and play dumb. Yeah. I know that. I've, if, I've been a woman my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> so the one piece of truth that I hold that separates me from other people huh, is that 
and it's something everyone's believed since everyone, everyone believes it. T-Rex's bones were put back together wrong. Follow me on this for a second. Think of a T-Rex in your mind, right? Mm. There he is, biggest, coolest, meanest, awesomest, like dinosaur of all time. Mm. And the hubris of man to put him on two legs. Why? Why would we put him on two legs? And he's got these little non-functional arms in front. Why? Why would we do that? And it was found in the 33rd parallel. So all the bones were in different places and we put them back together in the, you know, in like 1886 or whatever, all the archaeologists said, well, of course, of course the biggest, coolest dinosaur walked on two legs like a man. And if you look at the bones, it's got this weird hip cap, right? That like forces it forward and the big beefy legs. So if you take that hip cap and you flip it upside down and you make it a breastbone, it doesn't have a breastbone. It's got these little, very thin, like rib cage mm-hmm. things that come together Very and there's long. no breastbone. The most important part of your body arguably would be the heart. Right. So why wouldn't you manufacture a defense and you know what I mean? We have a strong, this is this hard, you know how hard it is to get to your heart? Yeah. From you your to, rib cage? Yeah. yeah. It's like, this is the protection. This is protecting your heart cavity. Cause we have a breastbone. Now T-Rex, when you look at the bones, has no breastbone. But look at a stegosaurus. It had spiky things and a tail with spikes, which means that the T-Rex was completely vulnerable because he had those little arms. Can't do anything with those. Bah, bah, bah. And then that thing, bah, right? It, it, it would, he would have no defense against a dumb animal that only eats, you know. All it would have to do is run and hit it in the chest. Well, it could, bah, exactly. And so when it's big, ah, so here, this is the thing. If you flip that hip cap upside down and make it a breastbone, then those big, beefy legs become big, beefy wings. Right? Mm-hmm. And then those tiny little saggy arms, you move them back, and they're little legs. Ever seen a bird with big legs? No! Look at any bird. Look at a robin. It's big chest, mm-hmm. and it's got tiny little legs, and a, a seagull, and they perch. Burr, burr, burr. So, why? T Rex was a dragon. Why would we have all this dragon mythology? Why? Over years and years and years and years and years, we have dragon mythology yeah, going back to sense. the beginning of time. We got St. George and the dragon. We got people fighting dragons. Dragons, dragons, dragons. Where are the dragons? Uh, you know what? I would have to. I would have. Okay. I, you know, I'm, it's, I'm new, yeah. so I don't want to. No, no, step it. on it. Yeah. I don't want to cut. <laughs> but okay, I have a. I call it fourteen hundred and ninety-two lies. <laughs> like, and I question everything. Like, every single thing that we know to be humans now, after fourteen ninety-two. Mm-hmm. So, I don't even think dinosaurs existed. Honestly, however. I believe don- dragons existed, so so I was I'm glad I finished. Let you finish <laughs> because yeah. I believe that what we're seeing is the dinosaur, the the dragons, and they took when they couldn't put it together, they made other dinosaurs sure. because they're really just trying to hide the dragon. Absolutely, like it's really there's no other thing. It was dragons. Sure, I I I can hundred percent believe that because of my T Rex theory. Yeah, you're having uh-huh. you're seeing dragon bones. Yes. And they had to make it into other things, so they started doing puzzle things. Yeah. Meaning that different dragons might have had different facial phenotypes sure. and yeah. different type of horns. Absolutely. Different types. Okay, so there was different types of dragons. Sure. And they made them into dinosaurs to hide the concept of dragons. I 100% believe I believe, that. No way, and that's, thank you. Absolutely. Because I, because when I presented this whole dinosaur thing existed, and I do these things to really upset people, that's why I need to be on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
it instantly comes with a lot of you know but it's like it falls under my 1492 lies category mm-hmm. like everything you question after 14 people are gonna attack so that's cool but I couldn't complete it and maybe that's why I'm here because Cause I was now I'm like okay now I can jam them up with the actual say hey listen let's look at this let's concept. look at the dinosaur let's look at T-Rex bones because you know brontosaurus we found out didn't exist they said now they've said oh wait there was no brontosaurus we put back together some bones funky yeah and um and, and how how is a giraffe in a is it stegosaurus the one with the long neck right that's that's the that's the one they said was a brontosaurus but brontosaurus doesn't okay exist. so how does a giraffe and a brontosaurus differ in body type maybe Good a little question. size size okay but the length and the now and giraffes are interesting because they have the same amount of vertebrae as we do so we have like seven vertebrae in our neck and so do giraffes but their vertebrae are huge they're like 12 inch 18 inch long yeah, vertebrae yeah, yeah. and so technically they're similar to us and they're mammals too but dragons were dragon dragons aren't mammals dragons had to be the, the reptilian the reptilian well and then they found out that reptiles and birds are the same and well, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. where the they t-rex theory came in is that he had hollow bones meaning that all things that they say are, are reptilian are coming from the bird family which we still have reference sure. and if we have all this mythology and visual images of dragons yes. where are the dragon bones well they put them together as dinosaurs yes makes complete makes sense makes complete to sense to me too <laughs> because the T-Rex bones were put together wrong because of the hubris of man because man wants to say everything big and awesome walks on two legs like man yeah this like, just, that's yeah. not necessary we're like collectively ignorant they should have never men should have never been in charge of anything I'm just as a man I'm anti-patriarchy and I feel like we've made a crucial mistake in our human evolution by allowing men to be in charge personally now this is just and I'm saying as a man like I'm, I'm in charge of me but it's as far as being just unilaterally outside of protection I feel like right. women should work in a collective and then tell us what to do and we should just protect them that sounds great to that me. makes way I mean what I'm saying is y'all make better decisions together plus you have children so you actually default actually care about me even if you don't know me because conceptually you say okay that's someone's mother I relate to her right you know what I mean so therefore he's okay or he needs help or he needs to be nurtured the concept so, of empathy yeah Now, and everyone is capable of empathy, but some say women are more so capable because they are able to breastfeed both boys and girls as babies. So you can personally attach to both men and women in a way that's like deeply nurturing. Yes. (coughs) But... Men can do that too, because look at all the men chefs. Like well, any yeah, man no, who cooks, I'm, I'm no, like, can, you no, are deeply listen, nurturing me. Let me get this. This is the thing, right? Yes, all to cast. We can say anything we want. Men are <laughs> women first, and then oh, we become right. men. And I believe as a protection mechanism, huh. meaning meaning there was a time in humanity, probably the cataclysm that broke up the continents, where humans right. Pangea, needed from Pangea, where humans yeah. needed to adjust. I believe mm-hmm. before humans were women, but they needed to make an adjustment due to protection and or trauma. So they said, okay, we we. We're threatened as humans. Let's create a, another part of us that is stronger, hmm. that is uh, bigger, that you know that uh, is designed to protect us. Because without us, they wouldn't exist. And so, therefore, woman decided to create man. Huh? Wow, that's opposite of the. Well, of course. That's great because <laughs> the creation theory. I really dis. 
like the Bible from the now, and I was trained biblically for years and years. I went to well, Bible most school. Most of us were, <laughs> but I mean, I went to like Christian school, and I was very, very like biblically trained. And the one thing it makes me from the beginning with the Adam and Eve story, it's like in the tenth line, like first. All this stuff happened, then man was created, then woman was created from man. So it's like the opposite of the story because of the fear of the power of women that it becomes this whole alternate story that because women are creators. We like literally how make backwards, babies. How backwards is that ideology? Like right? meaning that this is the only time that we have a point of reference for a man creating a woman is in a in a in a book. That that, mind you, is a spiritual text, as has been you know strived from years. However, it doesn't make sense conceptually when you see in nature yeah. only feminine energy is creating human beings and or other. I mean, there's no example in 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 nature as far as mammals that a male creates a, a, another seahorses. Well, seahorses are different. They don't. Do they birth them? Do they no, just no, no, carry no, 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 no. They carry them. They carry them. Meaning that, but they also stay together for life. Oh. Meaning that once you mate, that that's your mom and dad forever. Right, like penguins. Like ever, ever. Yeah. They ain't like breaking. Parrots. Them. Parrots. Yeah. Parrots mate for life. Although I recently saw some parrots. I think straying outside their bonds because <laughs> they were cheating. Yeah. Well, I, I live in the Tenderloin and most of those parrots of Telegraph Hill in the city live in nice places like up on Knob Hill. They all live and they live over by South Van Ness in this. They're alcove. free? Yeah, the parrots. You don't know about the parrots. They're these African green parrots. They've lived in San Francisco for years and years and years. They're called the parrots of Telegraph Hill and they escaped from something and now they're this huge society that lives in San Francisco. You hear them. They fly over the mission all the time. They're very loud. And they're in groups and they're they're very loud, but they're parrots. They're green parrots. They're very pretty. They're little though. And so they mate for life. And these two parrots came to my lanai, my fire escape in the TL. And they were on this branch together. And then they were like having sex on my lanai, like seriously doing these mating dances. My cat was losing his fucking mind. And I got some video of it, of the parrots fucking. And I was like, these parrots are like cheating because why would they come to the TL to like get they're like no other parents are coming here they ain't gonna see us we're in the TL <laughs> they decided it's great. to dip yeah. off was, you know that makes sense hey? <laughs> so they went to my I have this crazy footage of the parrots fucking and I'm like it's just they were there. They're, and they're right there they're so great and they're like rah, rah, and then they and hey man you know what society has filtered into their see this is hey, look there's an elder that's gonna find out this is a whole fuck anime story there's an elder that's going to find out and say, hey, listen, the reason why I've been able to function in this foreign land for so long is because we stick to our tradition. Yeah. And by you cheating, it's going to disrupt the tradition. You see these humans do it, and you think it's okay, and it's going to destroy. It's going to destroy the whole like, parrot it's, colony. Yeah, it's going to just cause a conflict within the colony. There'll be a fight. It's like a whole thing. What do you think about, this is completely jumping ship, but not necessarily changing tracks too hard, polyamory negates cheating, right? Because if you're honest about your cheating or you say, this isn't cheating, this is polyamory. Like, is that 
Okay. Does the honesty wipe away? Because I, I myself am a, like a serial monogamist. I, I can't really share. I don't like to share. I'm too jealous. Well, you apparently I'm in the right place. Apparently this is where I need to be for 2019. <laughs> uh, I didn't even want to say 2019. You're the first person to get me to say two. I've skipped 2019. <laughs> I'm going to 2020. But, sure, 2020. I feel like I've, I've made it to the year because... My whole concept in life I, is about what I call BPMs. It's Bitcoin, polyamory, and music. <laughs> it's, this is what I do. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So, Bitcoin, we just got a Bitcoin wallet. My friend just made it for the station because I was like, a what? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and, and, and I and I and I um I have a, a little a podcast and it's on this, this app where I talk to different people from you know some kind of an app and um and I talk about polyamory and I don't talk and I'm and I'm personally like mind you I'm actually single okay. like I'm a poly single as they call it sure so I'm single but I understand. And I've done it. I call. I had did a show called Anti Dating, which I'll probably reprise here. Sweet. Is that if you do the research, once again, fourteen hundred and ninety-two lives. <laughs> there was no dating. There was no dating. It was arranged marriages to maintain the society that right. it was in, and that was commonplace. What about poor people? So that's aristocracy. No, no, no. Everything was arranged. N- n- yes. Wow. It was the normalcy within a, c- a colony or community of people, and I mean globally. Huh. It's the standard. Because think about it. You weren't traveling like you're traveling. No, right, exactly. You're not really moving. You're always going to be amongst your tribe, your family, and your family members in the adjoining families. Sure, you're adjoining. It's, so it's I'm a, I'm a, 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 a carpenter because we mentioned the Bible, right? Right. And uh, you're a, 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 wood a baker. Sp- a baker. Yeah, okay. I know how to bake bread. Okay, so I'm saying, hey, listen, the bakery also, we work together all the time. I built the furniture for the bakery and da 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 okay well i have a daughter well i have a son ah. and we knew this when before we even met you sure. know what i'm saying they, they're in the same race the son is a little bit maybe two years older perfect okay yeah, we're already great. talking about this sure. yeah. you know why not because we're trying to steal their ability to love you know what i mean <laughs> you know what i'm saying right. we're doing it because we know that if we can if we build and and your daughter has a, a, a grandma our grandchild yeah we are now bonded and we now can do more together. Right. We can progress together. They can progress together. The confusion won't exist, and the levels, the the concept of divorce would have to come with extreme circumstances. Sure. Also, as the say the father, I should know that I'm I'm helping raise this boy because I can't have him do my daughter any type of way. Sure. Because I, I could pull the agreement anytime I want to. It's sure, sure, starting sure. to look a little crazy. I'm done. Right. Yeah. So therefore, you maintain the family structure with this concept. Wow. Yeah, so because you hold people accountable. Because you say, don't fuck with mine, don't fuck with mine. Exactly. Because it's ours. Exactly. And then you have common interests. Exactly. Yeah. And conceptually, uh, um, when there's a depletion of men, this was also another thing. When there was a shortage of men due to war and other issues, right? Which there always really has been sure. because women were first. That's why there's more, right? <laughs> but uh, the the concept of polyamory would be that women need should be protected by the men, sure. not as not because you're weak, because it's by design. Right. So therefore, there'd be men uh, men being a shortage having multiple women, but they still run the house. It's the man, it's like it's all backwards. Sure, sure, sure. People say, "Oh, you're polyamorous. You just want a bunch of women." It's like, no. I, I mean, 
I would like all the children to be taken care of. Wow. You yeah. See? So therefore, sure. I would like to make sure that all income stays within the house. Sure. Right. Yeah. So therefore, if I have a woman, a wife, and another wife, and we have children, or she has children even outside of me, and I have another woman, and she has, that means that we all can collectively raise and 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 educate our children and. Her economy, her economy and my economy become one. Right. So therefore, we have a better standard of living. I mean, sure, sure. Because guess what? Everybody's had sex, or most people, if you're of age, have said sex. It's great, but it doesn't pay anything. Yeah. It's not unless you're a porno star or you're in the sex industry. It's not like a paying gig to actually have sex. So therefore, that's not conceptually. If I want a threesome, I can have a threesome. People that talk about polyamory are not interested in threesomes. Believe me, most have had it. It's okay. It's cool. And it's better for some and not for others. That's not the concept. Right. The concept is how do I have a long-term relationship? That's open and honest. That can that can last to where the ideology and the lifestyle that we decide to live together can be maintained over time and yeah. resource-wise. Sure. So, and you know, and the thing is, being it's, that you I'm, think so, it's more economic. It, That's so funny because marriage. I see marriage as completely economic. I, I was married in the past, and marriage is just saying, "I have money, you have money. Let's have our money together." So. And I've always been like, every, and when I'm at weddings, I'm like, it's so nice that you guys are in love. That's great. But you also, it's good that you both have money because if, I mean, I don't have any, there's no reason for me to get married. I have no money. I have nothing. I have no dowry. I have no money. You wouldn't want to marry me. Why would you want to, why would you want to put your economy with mine when mine is so like sparse? I'm like, don't, I don't want, I'm, so for me, economically, I don't want protection. Yeah. Like. I don't ever want to have to depend. I already did depend on a man monetarily with our marriage, and I didn't feel comfortable with it. So I ended up moosing. But it's interesting that you bring up the philosophically that the economic prosperity that polyamory could bring to cultures. But can people handle it? The problem is that it is so woke, and we are so like man and a woman together without like without like exploring why we have those cultural norms. Well, I mean, I feel like, you know, being that we've gone so far with uh, uh, being open with homosexuality and open yeah. with the uh, different gender titles, sure. yeah. that polyamory should not be a problem. Like, meaning that, meaning that if, 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 if same-sex marriage is legal, then that's the precursor for saying I should be able to have multiple wives. Sure. Right? Now, I mean, or, multi- like, at this point, let's just work on multiple relationships. Right. right? Sure. Meaning that, meaning that beyond the having the multiple wives, you have to be able to first manage the first woman. Well, wife <laughs> is also the cultural concept that we're working on that is totally, yeah, and from the past, it's been, when you say husband and wife, you mean this... You and then if you have in multiple some, wives, in, then you're in some cultures taking yeah. And I and I and I kind of because I have no children, right? Yeah, I don't. So in either. some cultures, and I, and I, I'm starting to move in this direction. If you have a child with someone, that's your husband. Sure. Yeah, makes mistake or not. Right. Meaning because you are now have a bond, a spiritual right. bond sure. with that person, it actually is unbreakable. 
Absolutely. So, so, so now that you have a bond that's unbreakable to conceptually act like that doesn't exist is you lying to yourself. Right. So just because you went and go create an economic bond with somebody by via paperwork via marriage, what's more, what's stronger? Sure. Right. So the thing is that you marry if you if you have a child, you're married. I agree with that. And, too, and so yeah. that means okay. You had a child with him, right? right? You're not dealing with him. You're not working well with this spiritual bond. However, you're the mother. You're the nurturer. You are the human being. So, therefore, you are taking care of your child. Yeah. If I'm dealing with you and you're understanding my concept of how I function, right, and I'm dealing with you and I and we talk and we're clear with each other, I'm going to do what I can to make sure that this child is taken care of. Yeah. But if I find a, a woman, another woman that also knows about you and agrees with the lifestyle, then we're going to take care of that child. Absolutely. You get what I'm saying? Sure. So... There should be no. They due to colonialism and 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 the way we've been culturally trained, we start sectioning off, ration like love becomes a, in different boxes. Sure. I love my mother. I love my brother. I love my friends. Sure. I uh, you know, but it's not. It should be the mode of operation instead of just saying, "Oh, I have a specific love," and it's sectioned off here. Right. I mean, it should be like, "No, this is my community, and my community is sound with the fact that we love." each other so this is my community yes this is we can say wife if that's what makes you comfortable this is my wife and this is my wife and these are my children sure they're not her children by a baby daddy you know what I mean right, right, these right, are right, my right. these are this is my community and these See, are my friends you're opening it up to a different kind of I, I think that a lot of people when they view polyamory they say it's all about sex. It's just sex. Well, then that's just called a threesome. I'm not, right, not right, to, right, 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 right. Not that what I'm saying is yeah. not to, not to, it's that simple. It's like, go have a threesome. You're not sure. polyamorous because you have a threesome. Right. Polyamory. <laughs> is a rela- it's, it's acknowledging yeah, yeah. relationships yeah. with people. Yeah, and it's not, and it's really not. nothing to do with sex. It's the definition is multiple loves. Sure. And I, and I, and I had yeah. this argument with a, a young lady saying, hey, listen, so you love your baby daddy, right? Yes. Okay. Then you meet a guy and then you fall in love with him. And you love your baby daddy, right? Yes. Okay. Do you stop loving your baby daddy? Not like you're having sex with him. Right. But you have a bond with him. Sure. So therefore, you spend time with him. You might talk on the phone with him. Right. You are friends, but you love him. Right. Then you have a boyfriend you love. You spend time with him. Yes, you have sex, but is... Clearly, if you look up the definition, it means multiple love. So if you love your baby daddy and love your boyfriend, you're polyamorous. Uh, sure, uh, absolutely. So the thing is, she didn't like the she didn't like the semantic breakdown of but, how it. But it's the, multiple relation. We all the, have multiple the, relationships. We are already. If you're yeah. dating, you're polyamorous, right? If yeah. you're dating, which I, I'm anti-dating now. I just thought of this concept not too long ago. I just get these things so, anti-dating because it doesn't make sense. What I'm saying yeah. is, what I'm saying is conceptually dating is a new thing and I need my love to be in the community. I need to be in love with me. Right. Then I need to be in love with my environment. Sure. And the people that are in the environment I should love too. And if I find an actual attraction where they're working in the community, I'm working in the community, right? Yeah. Then we can move together. That way if we decide to go away, it's not a I shut down all of this, my friends and all of these right. outsiders. We just like magnets. We say, okay, we got this close. We got close. Right. And right. then we just, sure. We're still in the same community. See that. That's so funny. Cause when I divorced, when I got divorced from my husband, I moved, 
I had to move from San Diego to San Francisco because I was like, you get all the friends. I was like, you get it all. You get the whole life. I'm moving. I'm gone. And it would have been nice to have had kind of a, you know, that mindset, not of I... I didn't have to actually yeah, yeah. leave that community and lose all and give him all my friends. I didn't want to say I lost yeah, yeah, all my yeah, friends, yeah. but yeah. I made a conscious choice to say, well, to make things not awkward, you get everybody. I'm going to start a new life. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And so, but it would have been nice to have not lived on that marriage binary of we're together, now we're apart, and everything is gone. Yeah, and then it, it doesn't. It, now it makes sense if you look at marriage as a business and a contractual agreement. Mm-hmm. And when two parties break, they have to make amends and have to come to a mutual agreement, which is why you have judges right. and, and, and mediation, so you could have a mutual clean break. Sure. Okay, but. I'm a human being. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, And yeah, even yeah. though a part of me being a human is my business and how I conduct things via commerce, I don't, I would like to to create a foundation that's solid. Right. And meaning, a meaning spiritual connection. But it's, it's the idea that people are spiritual beings and that when we create relationships, there's a spiritual bond. That's something bigger than money. That's something bigger. Like what is, what is love? I think it's just, it's that weird feeling. It's a spiritual bond. It's something that says that, that you, we don't necessarily understand and we can't necessarily put on paper. And I feel that that negation of our soul, that whatever makes us, us, that's sort of spiritual and we're scared of the word spiritual. We're scared of the word spirit. We're scared of the concept of like, well, we're all spiritual because spiritual like actually just means breathing. Sure. (laughs) Right. And we can't explain the breath. We can't explain why. Yeah. So, so it is, we're spiritual. Do you know, that's what makes, um, when people have Alzheimer's, if they keep it and they just end up expiring finally, it's that their brain forgets to tell their lungs to breathe. Yeah. Or their brain forgets to tell their heart to pump. Like that's what happens. It's almost like they, there's whatever spiritual thing exists in them starts degrading. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you oof, know. That's a hard concept. So yeah, so your your basic uh, what is it your your, uh, your subconscious mind pretty much lets go. Right. You know what I mean? And which then separates the connection from your physical body to your spiritual. I mean, life. Right. Right. So, and I mean, you know, but that's the human experience. That's and that's as I've progressed and learned is like, listen, this is a this is a machine I've inhabited. Yes. And I'm cool with that. I like this machine. Is you know what I'm saying I have to work on it. You know what I mean? Fine tune it, but it's still a good machine. What am I here to do with this machine? Ooh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you you feel like you have a you feel you feel a, well, I have a intrinsical mach- purpose? I have this machine. Yes. I was given this machine of being 6'2", I'm working on the weight, <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and with these ideas. Sure. So, you know, I can be a hermit and think of cool stuff regularly, or I can go find my tribe, right. you know what I mean, or build the community or whatever I need to do to have the right people around me. Maintaining myself against, that's what, to me, anti-whack is really, it's like, the middle spot to handle or deal with stuff I don't like. Mm. Not necessarily negative things, but it's like something negative to come in and I could transmute it here. 1492 it's, lies. You yeah, can transmute those lies yeah, to the yeah, truth. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it's because it's, yeah. it's Cause just like uh, say there's a virus, right? And they got it in a room, and before you go to the room where the virus is, you gotta go through the middle room to get prepared. Right, 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 right. So right, you right. can go handle it. Okay, well, 
anti-whack is the middle room where you can say, okay, I, you know, I can deal with it. I mean, I sure. can prepare to deal with it. I could go over and get on the hazmat suit. Yeah, and yeah. Bend let's the go. Now let's go talk about. It. Okay, you yeah. want to? Oh, you want to go to the bottom? Okay, let's cool. Let's do it here. Because I'm going to move back to the... I, when I leave, when I leave the... In, 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 the anti-whack room? When I leave the in, <laughs> contaminated area. Yeah. Because, no, the anti-whack is not in, contaminated. It's the place where I can handle uh, the, the contaminated... Contamination. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go back to... cleanse yourself of it yeah, to get back to... Yeah, I'm going to go back to the, my happy spot, my joy. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Which is another concept I call I'll Mac Yourself, which is the self... Self-improvement, the self-love, the self-awareness, self. Sure. <laughs> right. right. You know what I mean? So, you know, self doesn't, you know, that's your higher self. That's just self. Whoa. So you got to just be, you know, but you got to know how to, because guess what? If you ignore, that's fear and it grows. I ignore my higher self and I usually hang out in my lower self, which is not necessarily a nice place to be. But I like interact with my own. I think we all have a higher self and a lower self. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's the problem is when we sort of wallow in that. Like for me, it's martyrdom. For me, it's like, I work so hard and nobody appreciates me. That's my lower self. As opposed to my higher self, which would be, I am working hard for myself and the future. And I'm recognizing that. And I don't require other people to recognize that. Yeah. But my lower self is like, why won't I be recognized? <laughs> and so it's the same amount of work. It's just the perspective of where I choose to land. Like yeah, I yeah. can land in my lower self or I can land in my higher self. I can fly of my higher self. Speaking of higher selves, um, I'm going to bring up some music and we're going to, I'm going to smoke some pot. I don't know if yeah, you yeah, like yeah. to smoke some pot. Uh, yeah, I, lifted uh, I have tons of weed. Uh, we, this is, we like, we like it high on the AltaCast. <laughs> this show originally started, it was, um, Alta California Botanicals was a tincture company in, in San Francisco that worked with us for a long time. Sadly, they are no longer, they made the best tink in the biz. Uh, but it was like AltaCast alternative Alta California. Yeah, like yeah. it's all kind of, but I definitely like to get high and uh, mutiny radio is a space where we have no problem with that. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. we're going to listen to copay for a song. Unless you have a song you want to look up on the YouTube. No, oh no, no, no. Put, actually we'll do this cause it's a learning experience. So pulling back the veil for everybody, put in DJs and then go to the, go to the YouTube and pick, pick your favorite song. Uh, and we'll and then we'll play it, and I'll show you on the uh, sub mixer how to play. So um, I'm training right now. Shake, he is going to be the host of Anti Wax Show every Friday from 10 to midnight, following Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. What a great Friday you guys will have in store for you. Uh, it's a great day of programming starting at noon. From noon to two is the weekly review with Roman Reimer, giving you all the news from the LGBTQ perspective. Then uh, at from 2 to 3 is Women's Magazine, 3 to 6, Comet Thread Collective, 6 to 8, Happy Hour Open Mic, 8 to 10, Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse, only $10, and from 10 to midnight, it's the Anti-Wax Show. So that's what's going to be coming up for you guys every Friday here at Mutiny Radio. So what you do is no. switch 3 and 4 on that submixer. There you go. Perfect. And it's up on the submix, and we'll be back here on Mutiny Radio. I don't hear it. I don't hear it either. Is the volume on this computer off? Uh, no, no, no. No. We'll keep talking to try to figure this out. 
little yeah it's that's crazy because it's the sub mixers up and
Oh 
from the AltaCast here on Mutiny Radio. I'm having an awesome conversation with Shake of the Anti-Wax Show. It's going to be starting here on Mutiny Radio, Fridays 10 to midnight. Uh, I just found out you ran for the mayor of Oakland for the Green Party four yes. years ago. This is it's so exciting that you have like a political mind and political ambitions to change things for I assume the better not anymore not anymore <laughs> but the green but, so you ran under the green party uh, would you yeah. would you want to to have started your own party oh, would, or no. was it that green party is like, I just, at this point I just want to have a party so just like whatever there's a party available y'all would invite me just take me to the party I just want the party like no but but reality green party on paper is excellent and if enough of people would engage the Green Party would be a, a great third party, yeah. right? However, it's just it just there's a there's a disconnect in in the reality of the effort that we have to make to make change. Sure, like we think it's like a march. It's like that was like the exercise. It's kind of like. People. Well, it's the new the new generation thinks it's already done. Do you know what I mean? Like they're like, well, I tweeted, I did my part, right? And I used to teach both high school and college for a while, and watching the new generation grow up. When I was younger, I'm 44, so I'm dating myself, but like I was like, I really want to get good grades, and I'm trying so hard, and I, you know, the, they'd give me a paper, and I'd say, I'm gonna rewrite it, I'm gonna make it better, and I'd. And when I was teaching, I assumed that kids would have this same, like, ambition or, uh, what's the word I'm for, discipline. And I would, they'd have a paper and they'd write it and it'd be like a C minus. And I'd be like, you know, here were the problems and you can fix it and you can get a better grade. And they'd be like, nah, it's done. Yeah. Like, but it's it's really not good enough. They're like, no, 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 it's done. Done is good enough. Yeah. And I'm like, well, not always. See, sometimes your only effort isn't your best effort. And sometimes your effort wasn't good enough. But I feel like this new generation is like, but everything I do is perfect. And you're better than your circumstances, right? Oh. Meaning that you might think that's good. That's what I could do. But just the extra push is just better than whatever you thought. Right. right? But the, but also it's like because of technology, it's like, okay, um, this, this uh, iPhone. I don't have one, but uh, yeah, the I got gotcha. iPhone is a, is, is a computer, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So, okay. So you have a computer in your pocket. A tiny computer in your pocket. However, if you don't have any knowledge outside of the computer, mm. I meaning if you never based yourself with any reading or any kind of source code. It's like we're the same person. Yeah, like yeah, you don't you can't move, you can't maneuver. So you're stupid they, with a, you're stupid with a smartphone. Yeah, because the kids these days aren't they aren't even memorizing times tables. I know eight year olds and they're not memorizing times tables. I'm like, you have to know the information. You have to, in order to have theories about the T-Rex bones or have theories like yeah, 1,492 the lies, you have to know <laughs> the history. You have to have read the books. You have to have done it on your own. You can't just, you have to read, understand, comprehend, and then take that within yourself and turn it into something else. But if you've never like eaten the knowledge and put, made the knowledge part of yourself, you have nothing to put out. You have, you're not. What are you chewing on that you poop out? Like, yeah, like nothing. Like I, I had a when I was, I was kind of a, 
I wasn't bad. I was sneaky. You were just drawn that way. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was a, I was a sneaky kid. Like I always had my own clever. Thoughts. Clever, right? I always had my own thoughts. I always would do my have a thing that I was doing that even if I was around people, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. But never a hustle. Any, never. Yeah, a hustle. Yeah. Never. No. Never against Nothing anyone. wrong with hustle. Just an extra thing that made people feel like, why are you doing this extra? Like you yeah. go to so. When I, uh, Running got, for mayor, kind of an extra thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of. Oh, yeah, I just do that. So <laughs> I was in seventh grade. There was a class. It was about critical reading, right? And I and, and I was like, and I and it's not that I hated school. I was blessed. I my uh, well, blessed is not a good word. Me covered in blood, but I was favored. <laughs> You mean I was favored to be uh, my parents? I would go to private school when I was younger. Cool. Like so, like younger, like right? so up until like maybe junior high. Mm-hmm. So when you're schooled in a smaller environment, you know more than when you get to high school. Like you kind of know a little bit more, or your perception is a little different. Sure. Right. So when I got to high school, it was very boring for me. It was very irritating. You weren't being challenged. And, and no, it's like this. Don't tell me I need to learn algebra when you don't even tell me where the word comes from right like you're not even explaining to me why i'm even fucking here right you're you're sure. upsetting me you're just giving me numbers is it to greek put is is algebra it, from the no, greek it's, it's, it's uh, islamic is algebra from islamic yes yes a lot of the, everything that we know comes first from islam which wow. is yes <laughs> so but but you don't tell nobody these things mm-hmm. so my brain this is how i function will literally shut it out sure i would say i don't care what numbers i slept in algebra class how <laughs> However, yeah, you know, just uh, see, that's the type of... I liked of, algebra a lot. I was, I, it's I was, something I actually understood. Yeah, I was like rude, but but when I went to this critical reading class, I was like, okay, now I was like, oh, oh you're supposed yeah. to question. You can. I did. I already did it, but are y'all telling me now, out of all these years I've been in school, you finally telling me what I've been doing. Questioning the source. Sure. And, yeah. And if without the proper explanation, then I become bad to you. Right. Yeah. That's what makes me bad. The lack of the proper explanation makes me very unruly. I used to do that. I re- the only time I really got in trouble was in sixth grade. I was in Bible class, and I would raise my hand and say, what's the point? And it got to be this thing where they were like, you're not allowed to ask questions anymore. And I was like, what do you mean? And they'd say, you can't ask what the point is. You just have to take it on faith. And I was like, okay, so you're telling me the answer to my question is that there is no answer because I just have to believe it. And they were like, you have to get out of class now. I have a problem with that. And, and so I had a problem with that as well. I said, what's the point? And it became sort of a joke in Sunday school class or in this particular Bible class. Like everyone, I'd raise my hand, they'd go, what's the point? And I'm like... I know you're all making fun of me, but I actually am trying to diagnose and figure out why I can't just be told that everything is based on faith that, well, it's just, you have to believe it because that's the way it is. I don't accept that as an answer. I have to believe it because everybody else believes it. Fuck you. Everyone else believes it. And so then I have to believe it. Well, I'm not going to believe it. I'm not going to watch the movie Titanic like everyone else in the fucking world because you told me to. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I never saw Titanic. Did you care? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be I almost, different. Listen, I, my, my cousin, because he's not like me, because he worked, he worked as a bus driver, took care of his cool. kids. Cool. He, he's, Muni? He, he, no, um, uh, AC uh, Transit? AC Transit. Damn, yeah. 
So so he you know he did he did everything he was supposed to do as a man. Mm-hmm. So so we we could talk, but it's like even then I'm still like you didn't raise no children, right? <laughs> so so but you know he'll do stuff like you know I was like they keep trying to get me to watch the, the bird thing with the, the, the there's a new movie on um uh, oh the bird box the bird box I've seen a lot of ads for it that's the only reason I haven't yeah, seen yeah. it yet. See the thing is, and then he turns on the bird box. I was actually saying I don't want to. I said that to him. I said I don't want to see that. Right, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm anti, like literally though. I'm like just naturally was like I want to, you know, I don't do what people do, right. just especially entertainment wise, because sure. it's like you know it's cool to have a a point of reference, but it's also good to be an individual. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so yeah. So by the way, it's not that bad. It's, it's, Bird it's, box is good. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's about blindness though, so it's no, funny no. that you didn't want to see it. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I know. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I know it's about blindness because yeah, they have really good marketing. No, it, it's definitely uh, it's, it's similar to some other things, and I can see how it would work. It's kind of like when you start to create a giant. When you, the great part about somebody saying I'm in a genre. Yeah. Is that you can remake within the genre and no one gets mad. Like dystopian future. Is yeah, that, is yeah, a dystopian yeah. future movie like the new genre, Hunger Games and yeah. and the other Divergent and you know. The, so there's yeah the different. It's yeah, cool to be in like, a genre because it, it's not to say that uh, the Lobster that was a very dystopian future <laughs> movie. Oh my god! I never see that. Oh my god! Uh, not only is Colin someone, Colin something. I don't know. Colin something. He's. He's a guy who's very famous or whatever, but he's fat in it. He's portly, and it's so funny to see him be, like, kind of, like, it's great, uh, that. And then everybody, you either get, you'd love it because people either are in a relationship in the city, they find their match, and they're in a relationship in the city, or they have to go to this really nice hotel, and they have 45 days to find a match. Otherwise, they get turned into the animal of their choice, and they hang out in this crazy forest, and then there's these people that hunt the animals in the forest, and they're the loners, but they're not allowed to have sex with each other, and they're only allowed to dance alone, and they like live in the woods, and people, the people in the so vacation th- complex hunt them, and when they, when they hit them with darts then and then they turn them into animals when they hit them with darts they get more days to try to find a mate it is the weirdest thing it is so like philosophically mind-blowingly weird about relationships (laughs) it is and you sit and you're like and the things they took it that's like they took a buddhist uh, take an incarnation take on dating, yeah, like the importance of dating. If you don't get it in this life, then you can sub, you submit yourself to a lower form to be hunted, to be replanted into the concept of finding a mate. Yeah, he wanted to be the whole movie called The Lobster. He wants to be a lobster. That's the that's the animal he's going to turn into because they live for ninety nine years, and they're cold in the bottom of the sea or something. But like other people want to be a peacock or a puppy. So, but his brother get, is a dog. But, but if you get caught. <laughs> If you get caught, then they turn you into an animal anyways. If you decide to be a loner mm-hmm. and you run around in the forest with the animals, the people that are in the vacation thing go out and hunt you at night. And if they shoot you, then they get an extra day to stay and look for a mate and you get turned into an animal. Okay. It's so weird. Yeah. See, that's the, I see. I need to think of more stuff like that. It is, but it's like... There's a it's, place for unusual ideas. It's like, the dystopian future. But that's the thing is people don't use critical thinking anymore. There was something that you said, and I want to get back to it. Critical thinking, critical reading. 
I used to teach high school, and I left teaching high school in 2001 because George W. Bush was elected, and he and his wife started the No Child Left Behind program. And it basically cold, critical thought from our teaching for eight years. We created an entire society of children that were taught to the test. They were taught to A, B, C, D. They were taught to memorize. They were taught to answer questions, but not to ask why. They took out all of the um, writing essays. They took out, they just, they made it all to teaching to this test to move on from grade to grade and school's performance and the money they would get would be based off how their children performed on these tests and how they got better over time and such. That was also a dystopian movie. I can't remember the name. <laughs> well, well, just, I mean, dystopian no, no, I mean, 1984, no, no, but this is real. Like no, this no, no, was 2000. You're speaking on something real and I'm yeah. saying like, yeah, that's even a kind, that's a kind. So because, okay, it's like having a uh, different pieces of something, different fruits, mm-hmm. but you don't have, you only have a basic concept of fruit. You never tasted it. Sure. So you don't even know what to choose from. You don't right. even know what you're looking at. Right. You don't even know if it's good for you. And we took out PE and we took out you know, so no more dance. They took out art classes. They took out cooking classes. So kids can't even identify vegetables or fruits at all. Like we're not, instead of teaching children in school, how to be people, well, like I feel we used to, to with child being no, left behind. No, no child left behind was but, the name but, of their but program. How, but it's the opposite. But exactly. That's how it always is. Exactly. So instead of, we actually left the children behind because we were teaching them how to become people and how to be rounded. And we just took all that away and said, teach the test, teach to the the test. The test is important. The test is everything. And then they're not, they can't interact with one another. How, and I was a special education teacher. So I left because I was like, how I can't even get them to sit for 10 minutes without a timer. You think they're going to sit for two and a half hours in some academic test, please. And then they give them Ritalin. Right. And then they give them drugs, which is baby methamphetamine. It's methamphetamine for children. It's great. I love Ritalin, but recreationally. Oh, this is the other theory I have. I love thinking. Um, so many children, because so I'm 44 and I was of the generation where they started putting kids on Ritalin and they're still on it or Adderall pick up, pick a baby methamphetamine. It don't matter. But all, like, there's whole generations of people that have been on drugs for their whole life. And I feel like I want to invest in kidney dialysis centers because I feel like if you've been taking pills and drugs to augment your behavior or augment whatever in your life for 40 years, like, your liver and your kidneys aren't going to get fucked up. Have we ever done any long-term studies on the long-term usage of low-dose methamphetamines? Mm. Have we done that? Has anybody thought about putting any money? They haven't, on the flip side, they haven't done the, the uh, case study on the technology in the cell phone as oh, far as how people cancer. function. <laughs> no, but oh. I'm just saying even how we function interactions that like we we losing we've lost. We have to fight. Like I'm literally like okay, like on one end I was like, yeah, I could be online all day, talk to people online, mm. you know what I mean? You know, all day, right? However, without physical interaction, then what do you really have? Like you uh, have you to create an actual connection as opposed to a 
Yeah, you have to expose yourself to a certain degree because a lot of times people are are getting comfortable with their devices. Yes. And because when you do everything, like, that's what I was saying. That's part of the reason why I'm here is like, okay, I can do a podcast on my cell phone. Mm -hmm. It comes in very clear. Yeah. Like, wonderful. However, I would have to create the the environment. I'm not meeting anybody. Right. I'm not completely interacting. And for somebody that can actually isolate themselves just for their own protection, you know what I mean? Then, you know, I mean, of course I'm out and I deal with people, but I'm talking about like on a, in, a, in a way of meeting in, in emotional protection. Yeah. What I mean is that uh, as we, uh, um, uh, was, um, um, my, I'm losing I lost my myself too. Because <laughs> weed. <laughs> I know, because weed. <laughs> weed is good. If you remember what we were talking about, give us a call, 415 Oh, I was talking about the cell phones. Oh, and, the cell phones and the disconnection, yes. Yes, and the disconnection. See, this? See, you, like, we got disconnected. We got disconnected. <laughs> we got disconnected. <laughs> is, is it because with, uh, cell phones are a, a tremendous tool? Like, I literally make money on my cell phone, mm. and I can't make money on my, just on the cell phone however if you Crazy. don't know how to socially interact or or project or critically think or put pieces together because everything you do comes from your device mm-hmm. then you're not really a well-rounded individual true and you can't you can't use your power like it's power but you also is almost as good as your network also like it's just you know what i mean it's just as good as your uh, critical thinking sure the people you the, how you surround yourself with that's why i don't i don't have a smartphone is that i don't think i deserve one i i don't want a little computer in my pocket and i think that we're giving everyone a computer in their pocket and i think that that's a luxury and not a right it's like driving a car i don't drive a car well, either because it's not as an american it's like that's your entitled americanism come on why don't you drive a car and i'm like cuz i don't believe in having a car. I don't want the fossil fuel waste and I can take the bus and I love the bus and I learn a lot. Of, I do a lot of work on the bus and I meet people on the bus and I interact and communicate with people and I like public transportation. I don't agree with all of these like entitlement things that we have. I don't I don't think everyone should have a computer in their pocket. I think that's an well, entitled thing. I'm going to I'm going to push back because I've I've thought about that, right? Mm-hmm. And I like and I've actually, you know, kind of Get the Luddite argument. Not saying you're going all the way there. You know. Oh no, I'm a Luddite. Okay. Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Okay. I have no idea how to program a VCR. <laughs> like no idea. So so, but I I my my argument is a socialist coming from the military, which is socialism. Most people don't understand. Oof. It's socialism. Food, shelter, safety, education, value instead of money. Oof. Yes, you get paid. I'm a socialist, so that's an interesting concept. Which no, Oof. I'm telling you it from is. a veteran. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. You get paid. You don't tell you this. This you have to get to it. You have to go you have to go research, research, because if you don't, you end up homeless. Sure. Because you won't understand concept of value over money. Right. You keep thinking you're valuable. Hey, guess what? You're in capitalism. They don't give a fuck. I yes, that's true. You, they care how much you spend. It's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they take you out of they train you as a child, nineteen. 20, 21 yeah. as a socialist. That's so funny. Hard socialism. You are valuable and that's all that you are. And that's great. That's, yeah. As long as you remain a socialist. Sure. 
when you get out, we don't tell you. Get last when I got out, they gave you like a week course. They gave you some self improvement books and said, congratulations. Wow. Right. Well, and the other thing I've heard people in the military, they give you the money for school, but if you fuck up and do some things wrong, that money goes away and you have to use it within a certain time. And well, there's, mean, you just have to be smart about what they give you when you leave. I had a friend who just got fucked because he fucked himself really when he he like was in for a semester and then he left and then they were paying and then he did and something happened with his grade blah 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 he just wasn't responsible yeah. enough to take advantage of the gifts that they gave him yeah. post service the problem on that they know this mm-hmm. they they don't a, train you how no, to use what your I'm gifts saying is yeah. yeah what I'm saying is they know because we are no matter what whether you're in war Directly or any part of the military. There's no easy part, mm-hmm. right? There's no branch that's like cakewalk, maybe except the Air Force, <laughs> right? Maybe. But even then, they do stuff, right? Right. So, so because you're living in this regimented environment, you know what I mean? It's a way of life that you know that you, that you don't think the same way. Right. So when you get out, the shock of capitalism, mind you, there's no warning. It's literally going from, I was living on a spaceship. I was born on a spaceship. Yeah. I mean, I was born in capitalism, but then I went to the spaceship early, and I spent like seven years on the spaceship. Right. It's totally different in space. Yeah. Right? Okay, now they're sending me back to Earth and say, hey, you know how we do it on Earth? We're not really going to tell you. Just figure it out, but it's has something to do with money. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We're going to give you a little bit just because we know you fucked up. We've got to fuck you up. So we're going to give you a little bit. Yeah. But other than that, sh- and so you wonder what, like, a lot of these veterans probably not. got three, $400 coming in. Right. But they choose. It's not enough for rent, though, but in San Francisco. But they choose to be homeless because they can, it benefits them because they're socialist minded. Oh. They see the value and not they can adjust. They've been trained. Look what the military does. They train you to go to the field. You're cold. You're, they, right. you're, you're intense. You're doing yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You know take showers. Like, don't take showers. Yeah, exactly. Go potty over here. Okay, yeah. then. So the socialist mindset mm. of the military conditions you to be homeless. Oof. You know what I mean? That it, is such an interesting perspective. You got to be a veteran. Right. I just, I, well, I have a problem with anyone telling me what to do, so I could yeah, never yeah, be in yeah. the military. I would have been like, uh, please. Well, we, that's, never the, that's another thing. I would have been we such get, a troublemaker. When we get out, when we get out, we a lot of us adopt that, like, I am not telling, no one's telling me what to do. Right. Like, I, like, I got to work for myself. This is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, what I'm saying is that I have a, a the socialist aspect, but we need to add technology to it. Because it creates the level playing ground, meaning uh-huh. that meaning that if if everybody has a, the food, shelter, safety, and in certain points of education, and they're prepared to have the technology, you don't have smart, pe- dumb people with smartphones. Right. And then you can actually push humanity forward. And with technology, it doesn't take much to train someone to know the basics. So that they can use that phone to go to a higher level. The reason I don't want a smartphone is that I never wanted inst- I never wanted MySpace. I was one of the last people to join MySpace. I never wanted Facebook. See it as a necessary evil. Got it. Okay, that's falling apart now. Now I have to be on Instagram. Fuck Instagram. I hate these platforms where it's just another way for everyone to feel shitty about themselves because you look at everybody else's idealized life that they push out with their technology. Look at me in a selfie with my girlfriend on the thing. We're so happy. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me do this. Look at me do that. People look at me, look at me. Life through the, through the and I I hate the concept that I'm forced to look at everyone else's idealized life and I have to participate in it and like it. 
in order for my podcast business to exist. It just, it makes me, I'm, I'm angry at the way things work and I, that's a dumb perspective to take, I guess, but it is so hard for me to do Instagram. I have to do it on my tablet. I wish someone else would do it for me. I hate it. I have to take pictures. It takes me out of my stuff, like on my shows. Now I have to do Instagram. I used to like engaging and enjoying the comedians on the show. And now I'm concerned about taking a good picture of them to immediately post it to Instagram so that the next day I can take it and I can share it on the Facebooks and then I can take the podcast and I can attach it to that because maybe someone will find it. Like why, why I, I see it's my martyrdom thing. Like I wouldn't do it. But I just need like a twelve-year-old child. Is like it's so easy. I enjoy flyers. it. You need to put out flyers for like oh, uh, I do interns. Oh God! Like you know, just like you know, you got to be yeah. in your twenties. Like t- no, no one under under twenty-three. Under twenty-three. Yeah, twenty-three and, and yeah, meh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so meh. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so it's like you got to be because the way technology is, it's like it's kind of like it is a necessary evil. Like me, I kind of take breaks. I take, I'm, I like to fast in different ways. Mm-hmm. So I take social media fast, just you know what I mean, just because. And then you come, it's just like anything. You come refreshed, like you say, mm-hmm. okay, and I can play with this because it really sucks. Like in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, I mean, in a sense, it's like this, right? Only the people that's in front of you are the people that you really could deal with. Like those are real people, right? Right. And then everybody else that even is looking. They're, they're not e- real. yeah, they're they're, <laughs> they're, real, though. they're, they're in the distance, things. like they're yeah. they're, in the, they're not, you know what I mean. So it's kind of yeah. like you don't really affect my life. You can't really, you know, do any. It's just kind of say if we have five hundred people listening, right? Whether well, you might be a real person, but you're really in your house, you know, butt naked dancing around or whatever you're doing. Sure, cool. You know what I mean, or you know, or watching TV, listening to this, you know what I mean. Whatever Ugh, you're doing, Netflix, goddamn. Yeah, whatever you're doing is probably something on the side, so you don't have your full attention. So even if you're hating, it's not. Really really you it's just a piece of you being a jerk right Right. so you only really could worry about the people that's in front of you that's what i'm starting to like that my vibration like yes get if you want to do something do it with people right like you know what i mean don't Mm -hmm, do it mm -hmm. any other if you do it with people at least those people can see you recognize and, and understand you're a real person right this is just an additive to me getting in front of people I mean, I, you know what I mean? I want yeah, you to yeah, hear me yeah, so you can say, hey, look, I want to see you. Thing. Yeah. I want to see you, too. Let's let's see each other. Right. You know what I mean? You, hey, hey ladies, you want to wear how I look? You want to see? Come see we me. We want to do it or no? Because yeah, he's going to start doing comedy soon. I hey. have to. I have no choice. I told you. I, that's why I told yeah. you I ran for office. Like, there's no alternative for me. I have to be a comedian, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Even if I'm not funny, it's funny to me. <laughs> funny. I think my whole life is hilarious. Like, I have stages. I'm in stage three, act three, ready to go. This is the beginning of act three. Sweet. That's <laughs> good that you have. I, it's, it's hard to... I just have to, I just have to keep putting goals. It's hard for me to look big picture anymore. It's like, I have so many things in place that all I can do is put my head down and work every day and accomplish the things that I know that I have to in order. It's, ugh, it's but, just like, but that's more what it is though. But that's what I, I mean. You got like to not be depressed, right? Because depression it, it, it comes on and it, it, it makes it easy for you just not to do things, right? Right. You know I mean? But 
to to do the work that you know you chose to be to do live the life you chose is that's the motivation that's what that's where i'm at i'm like man i don't i'm blessed to be able to say i have the freedom and mental capability to think of the things i think of whether you get it or not that's a gift in itself you know what i mean yeah it's true in the united states it's a thing that we can think and express i mean no matter how but fuck backwards and not that butt fucking is bad so I don't even no want to put that stigma on them no not consensually that's great do but you like. our fucking government sucks balls and I see and sucking balls isn't bad either well, I'm no, such no, all language is political and I feel like a dick <laughs> see I did it again because all our language is political and even when I swear there's like misogyny and homophobia even in my like swearing usually i'll call people a cunt face and that's like the it's just funny because i consider myself this non-homophobic non-misogynistic person and yet every time i open my mouth to swear or call the government well, if, like if you refer to licking dog fucks then it's, it's if you referring to a man it's kind of okay you know, you know what i'm saying yeah. because you know you know we men are kind of weird we're not full human no, no, look, no, and listen, and Cute I, listen, man. I, want, I want, listen, I want men to understand, like, listen, I'm your friend, but we have to be honest with ourselves. Mm. Okay, there's science behind what I'm saying. Sure. It's not just me saying, oh, he's trying to cater to women. No, women don't want to hear this. Most of them are patriarchal, whether they do yeah, or not. Absolutely, they don't want to hear. They don't want to hear what I have to say. Women, <laughs> like, it, we're we are such slaves to the patriarchy. Our language does it for us. I'm a female. I'm a yeah. human. Yeah. I mean, I'm a what man. All of the, like, the prefix well, that's what I subjugates feminine. me. It's all feminine <laughs> energy, though. It's so, like, we, everything comes from the, the, I say the divine feminine creator, right? Everything. Yeah. So, like, it's like, okay, if, if woman is the universe, like, you know, and not God, the universe, and then she created God, which would be maybe man. Sure. Right? So, but she's the universe. Wow. You know what I mean? And, perspective. Yeah, like, so you can't, there's nothing outside of it. Yes, there is. Is God, and that could manifest through me as man, right? But I, who gave me the authority? Uh-huh. Okay, so you you can't box yourself out of the feminine energy, and that's that. That's the lie. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's just a switch of rule. You see the yeah, you know yeah, with the, no, little, the, the they got the cups moving and boom 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 boom. What cup? But who benefits? That's the thing. And it, oh, the small few that know the truth. This they they set up a whole. It's like this. They took the, the top of the pyramid. They knocked it down and said you're from the you're the bottom. And then they put the I the I the, what they knew what they learned from the top of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. And put it as a mirror, like we. This is us. Uh, everything came from us. Everything came from this male. Everything. It's so funny. It, us, people the think, U.S. We're yeah, so yeah. we're so small minded. Yeah, exactly. It's only been we've only been around for like three hundred years. Yeah. And like everything is us. We are capitalism. And I we said, are real. You and maybe with me is I think in like a fifty thousand year historical reference. Yeah. So so a lot of times I'm like, well, listen. If I go by the pure knowledge of history. Me being being polyamorous, me not believing in certain constructs is more the truth than it isn't. Like, we've only been functioning like this for, what, maybe 2,000 years tops? Right. You feel me? Well, no, people knowing how to read. Uh, I think that the the real fall of things is with technology, and it started with... Okay, I mean, is it farming implements? No, I'm gonna say... I'm gonna say it's with mass written word. Because once... Once we had 
was we had the printing press and we had the technology where it wasn't just one person writing it down and the priests reading it or these special people that learned how to decipher these symbols. I think that the printing press was like, hey, here it is. If you want it, here's the information. It's like, whoa, it exists. And then we had to teach people to read. Oh, my God. And when we start teaching women to read, oh, holy fuck, why'd we ever do that? Mm-hmm. You know, like the the deciphering of the letters of the symbols and the spreading of that knowledge was sort of the way for them to really control us that much more well i mean it it if it technology has been skewed from the printing press to push the ideology of patriarchy Mm -hmm. which was the opposite of like everything I believe the only real war that ever really exists right now is matri- patriarchy versus matriarchy. Wow. The, everything else is an illusion. You know what I mean? And matriarchy should and will always win. Like it has no look it, 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 it there's no point in history where this form of ideology where men make rules over women. Mm. Now conceptually, yes, we like I told you, I believe we're here to protect three things men are program. We're here to protect, provide pleasure. That's it. The three P's. That's it. Also penis, which well, is part it, of pleasure. Part of the, yes, <laughs> you know, I would just say protect, penis. provide pleasure. Yeah, that's it, man. And I mean, now yeah. mind you, you can you can have a connection with with uh, your higher self, and you can you can be respectful and do all these things. But at the end of the day, for I've seen it, but I'll just speak for myself. My primary motive, my instant reflex, comes to these things. Huh. When it can, you know, or or just or self, meaning the, the only things this breaks the program, which makes me unique, is that I keep functioning with say, look, how do I stay in tune with my higher self? How do I be a better person? How, you know what I mean? Really? Like the, the the isolation that necessary to be a, to raise your vibration. Sure. But when I'm not, if I'm out, you know what I'm saying? Like when I'm when I'm primary just male programming, I'm I'm looking to provide protective pleasure. All right. It makes me feel good, and I feel like that's to what I'm supposed to do now. I'm not like a, just chasing women, like you know what I'm saying. No, no, no. I, 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 I get you. It's your, it's your biology. It's, it's. See, I think that the, the, the big war is the haves versus the have-nots. It's the capitalists versus the. I, I don't think it has to do necessarily. I don't think the. I think the class war is the biggest thing, that, and that supersedes man versus woman, because women could also subjugate people with their wealth. Mm-hmm. But it's, I, I think that, I don't know, I just, I wish we could all have, uh, capitalism makes me so angry. And a lot of it is that because I don't buy into it, I don't get to receive its many, many gifts. And then I get angry. But then sometimes, sometimes, I understand that I cannot live the socialist lifestyle of which I choose without the capitalist society. Like I function as like sort of this socialist leech monetarily inside this capitalist framework. See, that's where, that's what I mean is that's what the caveat, that's what I'm saying is that I know you, I could tell you're a socialist before you said it. Cause I, cause it's like, cause, cause I, I, cause for socialism, value is paramount. Right. So you understand I'm valuable. So I don't care what you. Th- I don't care about anything. I know I'm valuable. Yeah. Right. So okay. Boom. But that's not 
capitalism doesn't care. Because capitalism cares about worth, not value. Yeah. But then worth and value. Be, but you could be oh, similar words. No, no, no. Monetary worth is yes. not intrinsic value. Yes. And we are taught in a capitalist society that you have no intrinsic value without wealth. Th- this, this piece of paper represents my belief in it. But if I brought in a, a piece of gold, that would have intrinsic value. Right. Well, but it doesn't. We just subscribe value to it. No, that's no, that's thing. what I mean. Same thing as our piece of paper money. We just go, let's subscribe value to that. Well, no, the gold has actual intrinsic value. I mean, it, oh. it, 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 it's valued all over the world. It right. can be traded for any, just like you, like just like human trafficking. Ooh, yeah. So it's, it's value, right? <laughs> so, but that's what socialism, that's the base. One of the cores of socialism is value, right? Right. Okay technology evens the playing ground, right? Meaning I'm not for technology in the capitalism because I could be used to, it, it makes, I like technology that spreads knowledge. So capitalism, in- capitalism and technology alone needs the stupidest audience to buy it, buy it over and over again. Right. Right. Cause we'll have to start talking about music in a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Talk about stupid audiences. Yeah, yeah, Pop yeah, music. Yeah. Some of it is a bag of shit. Yeah. So, but, but it everyone means, loves it. They get so popular. Well, yeah. And, and I it, mean, it's stupid, but stupid works. And it's almost, yeah, it's stupid works, but it, but it, but you have to, my thing is, and I, and that's my balance is saying I need to be, um, Silly enough at times to get the audience in, so that I can, so I can, I can inject the concept of the thought. Right, so that well, so that you can provide a message. You're, That's what, every comedian is a is a is a proselytizer. Every comedian is is a has a message that I'm they are saying. To the Jay Z of comedy, uh, 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 Dave Chappelle. Right? Yeah. And Dave Chappelle, literally, if you really watch his comedy, he'll literally do like fart jokes sometimes. Sure. Or like you know because he knows like he knows that this is this is me being silly because if I start off how I thought today. Well, but I, he's as political as fuck because he's he's addressing the issues of race of the the race divide that continues in our country and how yeah, we. But it's a, but it's a play though. Like this is what I mean. If proper, this is what I mean by socialism. Properly educated people, we don't have to keep having these discussions. Like, meaning if I if, if everybody was properly educated, we wouldn't have to keep. It's like this: you're the, weak, the we're strong as the weakest link in the chain, right? right? So mm-hmm. if I have to get this guy that thinks black people are dirty, filthy people, right? I have to, but I want I have to talk. To you. You're human. You're, right. I hope please be human. Right. If you're okay. not, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Renegotiate. If, if, if you're if, alien. If you're alien, we need to renegotiate. <laughs> because you know what you're doing. It's a whole nother conversation. Right. Okay, so if you're human, I have to get you to the point where you said, Hey, listen, one, we're all human first. And so we eat, sleep, and need the same things. Right. We might not be the same, meaning different uh, parts of the earth, sure. different historical backgrounds. Right. However, we must get along. And guess what? Before you started hating me because I'm a darkie, you feel me? It was rules and, and, and things that allow us to live cohesively without you randomly attacking me or someone that I love. Right. So so now that I've gotten you up to speed, Mr. Hate Me because of my skin color, you feel me? <laughs> right. Now that you see your place in law and history and I see my place, so therefore we can say we can work together without having to you using your influence over people to hurt my people. Right. But it would have to get to the point where it's not I hate 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like yeah, it has yeah, to yeah. get to the point where it's saying this doesn't make any sense. Well, the, I mean, and that's the... I think that the systematic racism in our country is being used to uh, forward the political regime that's currently in office. The whole thing, the whole immigration issue, I feel like is a racism issue. We're no, no, it's, it's racist it's against purely, dark people. No, it's purely it's like this, right? When um, when. The president that should not be named. Yeah, I don't call him. I call him 45. We okay. try not to name him okay, on the yeah, show. Because no, no, it's too much. It gives him too much <laughs> money. It's promo. No, 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 you know what I'm saying? So, but <laughs> but when you're in that position, you're able to press the hard line on things, right? So while he was campaigning, that's what he was. That was what his base wanted. Mm-hmm. What, you know what I mean? Because really, you got to understand, he's just a puppet to the popularity. He, but there's he just, know, that many he, people? He, he moves in whatever direction the people are telling him to move. Because it's so, it's, gross. so so that means you could just be the bad guy because you know your base is going to support you and you and if he could say man if I keep that base I can move I can, there's enough of this base if it wasn't he wouldn't exist right. so because literally he's not like okay you so know, he's not the racist no we're the racist yes he's just thing, he's just continuing he's a bullhorn right. He's it, a bullhorn. He's a bull. He's not a. He's not even. He man, listen, Donald. He doesn't Trump, care. He's the guy. Because you got to understand, no matter what we see, no matter how many what he says in public, no matter behind the scenes, he's talking too. And he's been talking behind the scenes for years. You think, oh, yes, Hillary hates him now, but she was buddies with him. Yeah, they were at the same Christmas party years what, ago. What I I'm saw so, a picture of the Clintons. But even then, he yeah. don't because he's because he said it. Hey, I've donated to Democrats. I've donated to because I'm Donald Trump. He he. Uh, oh, sorry, I said. Yeah, it's okay. You didn't say that he was the president. Yeah, you just exactly. Said his name. He actually. Uh, there's a very interesting interview right after 9/11 when the towers are smoking in the background, the devastated towers, and he says in 2001 it was an inside job. There's a great video. Yeah, no, because and it's in 2001, he goes, I know buildings. I know buildings, and I know building demolition, and I know that that was a building demolition. Yeah. And he says it, in this big, and he's talking to but a you, news camera. You gotta see, that's what I'm saying. I, I he's been able to shit. occupy his own space mm-hmm. for a long, long time. Because he has money. Yeah, and what I mean is with that ability to occupy his own space, right? He's been able to push people, politicians, and others in whatever direction he wants. Now he's in a position, and he's just jamming up the status quo. Now, mind you, is jamming up the status quo with a very ignorant base that's really most likely racist and or highly patriarchal, Mm -hmm. male and female, and majority European, which is called white in America, right? You know what I'm saying? They able to maneuver that base. Right. So it's not because so they hate the gays. They don't like the blacks. Those whatever brownies, told, those, those brown whatever, immigrant, gross people, and then no abortion. Whatever they've been told. <laughs> yeah. Whatever they've been told. It's the, a baby. The Christian ideology, which pretty much comes with not Christianity itself, but in America, has been used to perpetuate a certain amount of warfare. Oh, absolutely. Right? So, so what I'm saying is, he's galvanized the the, the soldiers of Christ. Yes. You feel me? Yes. And the Bible Belt. Yes, and that's Tighten why he's able belt. to have. Uh, so-called African-American preachers behind him and all this. So it's what I'm saying is this wave is 
America, and we look, and this is, and we have to come to terms with that. Like <laughs> this is like, like even though we can sit in in, in a beautiful California and, and talk about how great we are, and you know we can have these conversations. We're so broke. We're the majority, so broke. if you if you if you leave the city area, even in California, Fresno, all of those places are red districts. Mm-hmm. All of them. Every place outside of the city area is red. So I was taught when I was little that Republicans, well, Democrats, okay, I'll say it first. Republicans are people with money who want to keep their money. Republicans are homeowners with money that want to keep their money. And Democrats are um, renters that want to give all of the Republicans money to their poor people. I That's mean, how it was explained to me as a child. That like that that I mean I could see how that would be a great explanation for somebody that wanted to reinforce a certain ideology. Right. But then like, there's the Green Party. So for me, I think and Republicans and, and Democrats are wrong. I want to see more choice because we just swing from one side to the other and there's no real choice. It's the same thing as McDonald's or Burger King. You're still going to get, you know, diabetes, but you get to make a choice. And I just don't, I just wish that we could embrace more choices and there could be a more sort of humanist approach to the way that we spend our money in this yeah. capitalist society. It, it just okay. Look, it's one like I said. We need to question. This is me. Take no socialism. I want to actually do. I'm, I'm sending it out to the universe. I want to do a TED talk on take no socialism because we haven't had even a presentation hmm. of an optional ideology. I'm not trying to burn the system down. I'm not. Look, anarchy is is cool when you're young and you're <laughs> mad at things. Yeah. When you grow, become an adult, you have to rebuild. You have to have a plan for the destruction and a plan to rebuild, not sure. just a plan for the destruction. That's my issue. Anarchy, I, when I was in the military, there was a game called Civilization, where basically uh, you can start from a village and move to a city and then move to different, you know, from a... Uh, monarchy to you know this different types but in between all of that is anarchy mm. between you know before as the turnover some houses get burned and then you move to another uh, form of government right okay so we got to get past the anarchy the concept of anarchy is only a temporary to get to the next level if you're not practicing something else you know what I mean right then you have then you have nothing and, yeah. and what I'm saying is without with for people socialists, right? Because right. you say you're a socialist. I, yeah, so I'm more of a Marxist. I'm but, more of a Marxist socialist, but yeah. But, but socialism. Yeah, socialism. Okay, so that's where we are on the same page. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for a socialist, I'm saying that I'm looking at old industries being destroyed. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a turnover via technology that's actually helping people. Sure. So therefore, let's move into a world that, that makes sense on both sides because things are burning down whether we like it or not and they're not physically burning down they're old ways are burning down radio is changing drastically absolutely yeah like you know what i mean like all types of transportation uber lyft uh, ride share gig economy sure changing things drastically right right. bitcoin other forms of money yeah so so because alternate because these things are in place Mm -hmm. and they're moving we need to come up with a, a a a a uh, what is it, life raft or optional another ship? Sure. Do you know what I mean? I'm hoping for 
I'm hoping for the solar flare, to be absolutely honest. <laughs> I'm hoping for the solar flare so that there is no more computers at all. <laughs> that there's no more electricity until we figure it out. Like, where, like where See, we get to the point where there's like, ride a bicycle and it's going to power this thing. Everybody's got to ride a bike all day. Like, Burning Man shit. Not Burning Man shit, but like things. It'll be like that. I can't this wait. This is the thing. This is the thing. If 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 there was if there was some for some reason all electricity was out, right? Yeah. But we still have fire, right? Yep, yep, fire. But fire. you know the concept though is that what, what a lot of people don't get about this no electricity that if there's no electricity it would be hard to conduct anything. Sure. So they would so even fire might even not be fired as we know it. Meaning meaning it cuz what I'm saying is electricity is part of the part of the structure of our reality so right. without electricity the the concept of fire might even be a problem Oof. you know what i'm saying you get what i'm sure, saying sure, sure. so 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 what i'm saying is that if that happens then society would break down into tribes yes and and, and people would fight in gangs and, and it would just all be site on site yep there might be big communities that are formed but it would still be site meaning mm-hmm. that family structure would have to go from there i think it would i think we would go back to the we would both go back to communism where we'd be in tribes of no more than 50 people because it's really hard to care intimately for more than 50 people because you, you start not knowing everybody's names. I mean, I think that's, that's why communism doesn't work is that people try to make it bigger than it can be. Communism only functions within groups of 50 well, yeah, or smaller. In a, in a commune. Right, in a commune. Yeah, exactly. But the, the purpose behind it is that you have to have interaction, intimate interaction with but people see, and would, care about that them. That would be kind of a family. See, that's, Yeah, it would be like a family. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then, like I said, you also have to have rules on how to interact with other families. Exactly. And, and like, so, so it would so be you, so... So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it still yeah, yeah. would have to be... Oh, I can't wait for and those I'm days. Say, and I'm saying that right. I'm, I'm all for the reconstruction, but I'm saying that I don't believe the most... With the evidence that I have now... We need to imp- involve technology in our evolution, right? Because without it, we don't want a small group of people that that wants to be God playing God, and we just running through a sim program without our will. We don't want, you know what I mean? See, yeah, it's good. You you're still dealing in reality. Like I like <laughs> to take, I like to be like, okay, reality sucks. Here's, I, I just I would super function in a in that post-apocalyptic tribal world because I know how to denature protein over heat. I'm really good. Like, in a survivor type of scenario, I would really thrive. Like, my skills and abilities would finally come to the forefront and all these fucking little 23 to 27-year-old fuckbags making $150,000 at Twitter, you're nothing. You become nothing. The power you have over me at serving you when I'm a servant and you treat me shitty at my job where I serve food to people to survive to be an artist... You fucking little dickbags. You entitled pieces of shit. When the apocalypse comes, you will bow at my feet, you nothings that can do nothing for yourself. Oh, do you do you cook for yourself? You microwave? Oh, did you get DoorDash? Because you don't know. Well, I'm so rich, I just don't know how to do anything for myself. I can't wait to those entitled children that... Everything they do on their phone. Well, it just got delivered. Now I'm going to get an Uber. And then I'm going to go here. And blah, 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 blah. I just don't know where my money goes. I get $150,000 a year, but it's just such an expensive city. I really, really hate the I future. I hate I don't, them. I don't think, I don't think, I, you know, I don't, I don't blame you because I, I, I do Uber and Lyft. You see them. You know them. What I'm saying is that Uber... <laughs> 
is very man. Something's wrong with the the culture of that is just awful. And I, and what I'm saying is the reason why I mention is because Lyft is techno socialism, mm. meaning the <laughs> culture is saying, hey, I'm a human. Hey, you're a human? Hey, I'm providing a service. Well, I need a service. Well, guess what? Let's work together. How about that? So for, for this yeah. limited amount of time, we're sharing the same space. We're at least cordial. Right. I get the 20% of humanity that might have a bad day, something going on in their mind, something they have to deal with. They need to be alone. This is their alone time. I get that. I read that off the first three seconds. Sure. But you know to at least make the introduction so that we can be quiet together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, <laughs> on the flip side, when you're dealing with Uber and their, their culture is me, 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 I'm a god of the planet Earth and or fuck you because you're my servant. Right. So it's a different attitude. It's not all, I'm talking about the 20%. Right. 80% of sure, humanity sure, sure, is good. Sure. On all most levels. Some people with money aren't jerks. Yeah. However, that 20% <laughs> is lightly psychotic and dangerous on the Uber side. Like something's really seriously wrong. I don't. I it's so bad. I don't even go to Marin anymore. Wow. I, I, I told myself my spirit. If my, my ancestors have given me a warning that you are no longer allowed to go across that bridge. Wow. If, if I get a ride and I know that I'm going to Marin, I'm going to counsel. They can say whatever they want. I don't care. I'm, I'll tell them that my, I'm not allowed to go there. And they say, well, what if the, my, my ancestors have told me. I've heard from my ancestors. And, and I'm not allowed to go willingly. Right. Like, I mean, if I, if I, can, if I get, oh, damn, I'm already going, fuck. Okay, but willingly, if there's a point mm -hmm. of a decision, where I can optionally bow out? You say no, Marin. I'm good. Well, they don't They don't actually want anything over there. They got the opportunity in the 70s. This is very interesting about BART. So when BART started in the Bay Area, they could have, and they tried to, bring it around on both sides so that... So it hit Richmond. So it would hit... Right. So it would go Richmond all the way down and around to Marin, underneath the Golden Gate as well, going into the city. But not only that, once you get out to Walnut Creek, going down the 680 corridor to join it up at Dublin Pleasanton, Livermore, okay, it's going you. out to now the 580 all the way that around. Been, yeah, but the rich people in Danville and San Ramon said... We don't want your riffraff here. We have cars. We don't need your BART, and we don't want it. And they voted it down. They had the whole Iron Horse Trail, which was the original uh, train tracks that went all the way up and down California that, like, Wells Fargo used. And everyone, there's these historic train tracks, and they go right through. And it was all right there. And and they were like, no, we're just going to turn it into a bike path, and we'll let people run, you know, because they're rich, and they can drive into the city. Which we really they don't. Do in places they have got you. So they <laughs> yeah, like, they made the El choice. In El Cerrito, yeah. a bike path, but it's above, you know, the bar is above it. They, yeah, right. they, they yeah. could have, they just, the rich people said no. And it's the same thing with Marin. And they all said, we've got enough cars we don't need and it was more like we don't need your riffraff yeah. we don't want people to have access to be here yeah. and that I find kind of gross it's pretentious as fuck yeah because yeah. we could have made like if we would have planned in the 70s when it was being made to have it all we'd have it all now and it'd be Easy, and then we wouldn't have to rely so much on cars and fossil fuels. And everyone has but, their Prius yeah. now. And oh, I was eco driving, and but I'm not you, really using you, gas. See, this is what I mean: why people aren't shouldn't be surprised at our current, you know, president. It's like this is in the most liberal place, arguably. Sure. Meaning, like, okay, so San Francisco, the city, is liberal paradise. Right. You could be whatever you want, and da 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 da. 
But as soon as you cross the bridge, you are now going to people that believe the total opposite. Right. So they come over to San Francisco to pretend. Some people come here to live and be that. Like I'm came from the Midwest, they were this way, and I'm here now. Right. Right. And this sure. is this is how I'm gonna live. I'm serious. But right across the bridge, five miles away, the people believe exactly like your neighbors back home, wherever you come from. Right. So it's like, what? So what did you really? That's what I mean about the illusion of America. How how the concept is like, yeah, there's conceptually these things, but not functionality. So don't be surprised when you have, oh, I can't believe he's this. He's a racist. He's this. He's this. He's a misogynist. He's this. Go to Moran. <laughs> I'm pretty sure well, I'm just saying like No, you know, no, I hate my parents. I was raised very wealthy and I'm white and my when I left my husband, my my mother, she said, "If you could just get on your Ann Taylor silk suit and go into the financial district and find a nice over 30 30 non-married no kids dude and you're gonna be okay and it was like so you're basically telling me that I can't take care of myself that I have no ability to financially take care of myself I need to be with a man that I just left my husband and the first thing I need to do is get under the protection of a man well you know what I don't fucking need that because I'm a human I'm a person I can do it my fucking self I don't need to play into the patriarchy and everyone in my life has been saying forever sweetheart you're a pretty white lady why don't you just get married and it's like <laughs> really so you know like when you're even raised so as a child I was raised that my worth was how pretty I could be it was like it doesn't really matter if you're smart it doesn't matter if you're clever it doesn't matter if you're a great reader but you better wear makeup and shave your legs and look pretty because no one will listen to you unless you're skinny and pretty just and you'll yeah. never be with a guy you'll no one will ever take care of you unless you're pretty enough so that it gives you enough worth so that people will want to take care of you like that and I, I uh, poor little rich girl, little white lady, so sad. Oh, I'm so subjugated. But like, I felt I've always felt for years that, and that's why I've rebelled against it so much. And I'm like, I'm poor, I'm an artist, and I'm happy. Fuck you, you know, like because I'm, I'm so angry that I was put into this box and that people were like. You know, when you're a little girl and they go, you're so pretty, you're so pretty. It's like, can't you tell, can't we tell little girls that they're clever or yeah. good at sports or good readers or creative little beings or good cooks like, to validate their talents as opposed to their physical appearance. It just, I don't know. I just, I, it makes me so angry that physical appearance as women or sometimes that's the only that's what we're taught our worth, yeah, worth is, our, our value it's, is. It's unfortunate, and that's part of the problem with society. We, <laughs> it's backwards. We're not. What I'm saying is, I, I look. Every person, every human that's ever been good for me, been like my mother, my my grandmother, the the nurturers. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Every male, including my father, comes with a certain level of opposition. Hmm. Like you know what I mean? Certain levels of of of, of know carving out space and territory and you know respect and these these these, you know and it's like that's not you know society wasn't supposed to be men aren't really supposed to be dealing with each other and it's going to be combat yeah you know i mean like that's what women that's why women are supposed to be in and i believe that the way the way it was is that there was women in council and they they would deliver orders and men would carry it out now mind you they respected us as 
the creation so therefore we had jurisdiction over the lot but we still weren't running things because the children were raised and the government was ran by the women so a lot of decisions were made think about it like this if I, you have a house say if i had a, a mansion or whatever a big big house right and i had wives yeah. right yeah. okay when i come home i don't know why this curtain changed or you know i don't know i don't know i don't care you know what i mean like you know what i mean all i know is that there's things i want when i get here sure. and then there's things that you control everything right. so when i get there i don't have no say so i have to ask permission for everything except for the space that i carve out the territory given to me which would be the i.e man cave or your right, uh, sure. study or you know what i mean right, right, that right. it would be the place where there is this is mine as a male but yeah. but everything else belongs to the woman so why are we living like that to me that's how i that's what makes the most sense to me now everybody's an individual so they can yeah. be independent and do whatever they want i'm saying that we need to restructure society in a way that makes the most sense and we need to really look at history and re-examine what was told to us there was a greek play uh written by sophocles called lysistrata and it's about the men go off to war and it was it was the greek and roman war kind of thing and the men went off to war and they're fighting 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 and the women said fuck this and so they all got together and they said we're withholding sex until you stop having a war and it worked okay so this was written like 2500 years ago yeah. <laughs> and yet Despite it's not taught anymore or it's just funny that and it was it was a it was this Estrada, i believe it was a comedy too so it was yeah. trying to it's the same the comedy is great because it helps you focus on the problems within your society but you can actually look at it in a way that where you're distanced from it a little because there's humor as opposed to beating people over the head with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, go comedy. But uh, Liz Estrada, everybody go out and read it. We're almost done with this podcast. Yeah, yeah. This has been so much fun. Uh, Shake Anderson. Is that your last no, name? No, no. I, no. Well, that's actually my name now is Shake Malouk Khalifa L. Oh, cool. Yeah. Shake, Say, Shake MCL. Shake MCL, yeah, yeah. who believes in the PPP and the something B... P. BPMs. BPMs. Which, which BPMs is what anti-whack show is about. It's Bitcoin, polyamory, and music. All right. So these are, this is how I live my life. And then you also believe in the PPP. Yes. Men yes. have the PPP. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> it was a protect, provide, pleasure. We're simple robots with, with a simple orders. Protect, provide, pleasure, women. And the caveat is women, because they created us, don't need us for any of those things. So therefore, if we're not adequate enough, we might not be able to complete our mission. There you go. Oh my God, that's so great because then that changes the whole thing about men being lazy fuckbags and sitting around all day and not doing anything because they have to keep the women engaged if they're yeah. not. If yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then they've been defeated. I'm a believer. No, no, they've been. That's what that's what happens with a robot. It doesn't. It, it defeats itself. So it just it just becomes obsolete. Right. Meaning you're not doing any of the things you're programmed to do. You know I mean? And then you just masturbate in your closet. Yeah, exactly. And, or become a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm getting, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm, I'm teetering. I'm, I'm not, teetering. hey, look, I'm withholding sex for myself, so therefore I have to do comedy. Celibacy. We, we, yes, Celibacy yeah, for see, comedy. Yes, yes. You got to, at least, you know, or I, I, I'm retaining semen, but but I feel like maybe once a month, it has to be an event now. Sure. Yeah. No, <laughs> and, and appreciate the event. Light some candles. Yeah, it has to be an event Have now. a good time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this has been 
a whole lot of fun. And we're going to be back next week on the AltaCast. LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth, will be here, and that will be amazing. I appreciate you and, inviting uh, me. I appreciate you being here and training, and you'll be hearing him all this month on a bunch of different ra- Mutiny Radio programs, but then starting either late January or February, look out, 10 o'clock, Friday nights, the Anti-Wax Show. Thank you guys for joining us on the AltaCast. This has been a lot of fun uh, philosophizing here with Shake and... Um, Coming up next is Some Call Me Tim with Anthony Zaccaro. We're going to get deep. We're going to talk about God and stuff, what he believes in, unicorns, magic, and comedy. He recently opened for Jen Kirkman at Cobbs. What a thing to do with your career here in San Francisco. Please listen to all of our shows. We'll see you guys next week here on Mutiny Radio. Bye. Of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio.
radio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, punk rock and schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at muniradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips, don't. <laughs> anything about it sorry <laughs> all so, on my limited view yes every tuesday from 12 to 2 uh oh you can if you can also find us on apple Podcasts. oh yeah and google play and stitcher itunes oh you already said T- that tune in radio uh stitcher you said that spotify oh my god there's just so many and overcast um, yes, you can also find us on social media, M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast, MOV podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh
up because it's $5. I mean, that's what I used to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m.s at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Mutiny Radio listener, it's that time of year again. March 1st through 5th, it's time for the 4th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 40 comics, 25 shows, 5 days, all here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street. 25 shows, 5 days, amazing comics from all over the United States here in San Francisco to entertain you with 25 differently themed shows hosted by local San Francisco comedians bringing you comedians from all over the United States here. Everything will be live, live streaming and podcast post. Get your tickets, $10 a show, 25 shows, a million laughs. It's the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival brought to you by Benders, Counter Offer and Subliminal SF. (laughs) 